the church. Of course, all are invited to attend, even if you have not signed up. Uh, Thank you, Dennis and Ron and Tom, for sharing your gifts of music with us. Let us pray. Wise and loving God, may the words of my mind and the meditations of all our hearts be acceptable to you today and always. Amen. Well, as it often gets said, America is baseball, hot dogs, and apple pie. Following worship today, we have plenty of hot dogs and apple pie on deck. So I thought I would begin my message with a baseball quote from one of my favorite baseball greats with humorous one-liners that have become legendary, Yogi Berra. One of Yogi's infamous quotes was simply this, you know, the future just ain't what it used to be. Often when we reflect on America and think back over the years, truth be told, we do so with a Yogi-like pessimism and sarcasm. You know what? America just ain't what it used to be. As a recent editorial in the newspaper put it, we watch the fireworks with an I remember when mentality. I remember in America when people were united. I remember in America when there was civil discourse between political parties. I remember in America when our schools were safe. I remember in America when God and prayer and church were part of the agenda. I remember when. And we kind of limp into the 4th of July with this America, the future just ain't what it used to be kind of pessimism. Perhaps it's unavoidable when we listen to the news and we consider the America that we see around us. Well, once upon a time, Jesus told a story about a country in distress. The story goes something like this. There was a time in the history of the Jewish people when Pontius Pilate ordered for a group of Galileans to be killed while they were worshiping in the temple. Clearly, this brought a lot of fury into the eyes of God for this uh, nation of Israel had uh, turned rather uh, wayward, if you will, and many were wondering if the nation of Israel just had any kind of chance going forward. Well, in response to Pontius Pilate and the waywardness of this nation, Jesus in Luke's gospel told a parable. The parable was about the owner of a vineyard who planted a fig tree in his vineyard and year after year for three straight years began to see if this fig tree had produced any fruit. Well, it didn't after a three-year period. So after waiting three years, the owner of the vineyard came in and looked at this tree and said, why is this tree taking up soil? I want it to be cut down. Well, a gardener intervened on the fig tree's behalf and said back to his owner, now wait a second, I wish that you would give this tree one more year. Let me get some fertilizer and we'll fertilize around this tree. We'll give it one more year and if it bears fruit, great. If not, cut it down. 
over the years, many of us in interpreting the parable of the fig tree have often done so personally. You know, if my life is not bearing fruit, then I need to partner with God to give it some fertilizer so that my life bears fruit. And to be fair, there is a personal reading in this scripture that I think is very meaningful for all of us as we, God's people, ought to be bearing fruit in our personal lives. But really and truly, when you consider the context of this parable, the parable of the fig tree is not about an individual person who has gone wayward. It is actually about a nation of people who have gone wayward. For Luke's gospel in the first couple of verses uh, that were read for us just a few moments ago by Dennis suggests that what God is unhappy about in this text is about Pontius Pilate and his decision and a nation of people who have turned away from God. In a wonderful book on the parables, uh, Peter Ray Jones, a scholar, explains this. He says that if you look back in the Old Testament to Isaiah chapter 10, part of what you find in Isaiah's prophecy is a reference to whenever nations had gone wayward, if they were to be brought about uh, a kind of judgment on behalf of God, uh, it would be likened to a tree that would have been cut down. So with this Old Testament scripture in mind, part of what we do is say, what was Jesus talking about here? If this parable is a parable of national repentance, a parable about a group of people, a nation who have gone wayward, part of what Jesus is saying here in this text is that just when we make believe that our nation has gone wayward, just when we make believe that our nation could not bear any more good fruit, just when we make believe that the future just ain't what it used to be, Jesus intervenes and says, time out. I want to give it one more year. Friends, the most important message that I hear Jesus speaking to us through the parable of the fig tree in Luke's gospel is this. Don't give up on America just yet. For part of what Jesus does in this scripture is he brings out a bag of fertilizer and he comes to us and he says, will you partner with me in this nation bearing fruit? Give it one more year. Oddly enough, whether we want to recognize it and acknowledge it or not, we are all here this morning sharing these pews because of a group of pilgrim people who came before us whose mentality was not, let me get my hatchet and cut it down. Rather, their mentality, the mentality of the pilgrims was, what might this nation be? What if we go about in faithfulness? What might fruit might come from it? For part of the tradition of the Mayflower people is that years ago, a group of people in the early 1600s on a barren day, looking out over America on a day where it was bare, bare, bare and cold, 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 decided that they would have hope to see a nation grow beyond where it was in the moment, to see a nation that would go on to bear fruit. And indeed, we are here because of their faithfulness, because they weren't hatchet, cut it down people, they were rather people who wanted to see an America that was fruitful. 
And so part of what this parable does is it draws us in. And Jesus says, how will you come and be part of the fertilizing effort? Because I ain't done just yet. I believe that the future of America might be even better than what it is we see now. Some weeks ago, I assigned a book for book discussion here at United Church about um, God's hand being part of the providential rise of the American Republic, a book by a scholar by the name of Michael Medved. And in the first chapter of that book, Medved pointed out something about American history that I never knew before, an Independence Day history that I never knew before. Medved pointed out that three of our first four American presidents to die died on the 4th of July. Jefferson, Adams, and Monroe. And part of what he suggested in this is perhaps it was coincidence, but perhaps it meant something more. That in a haunting kind of way, what if the history of America has always been what of our lives we are willing to give to it so that it might bear fruit, so that it might be a city on a hill for the world to see. That's what this parable does. It encourages us to be part of the fertilizing effort and to ask, how might we be part of the America that we want to see bear fruit? What time might we give? What volunteering hours might we produce? What kind of acts of kindness might we go about doing? How can we be part of a fertilizing effort that makes America more than what it is now? For you can either pick up the hatchet and say the tree is over, the nation is done. Or you can say the best of the nation might still be yet to come. It's fascinating when you read American presidential history, part of what you find is numerous American presidents on either side of the aisle appealing to this kind of be the fertilizer when it comes to America. I'll mention two, a Democrat and a Republican. Kennedy, in his speech in 1961, in a verse of, of, of oration that has uh, become uh, so popular that is cliche, Kennedy said in his inauguration address, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. And scholars collectively agreed that Kennedy's uh, phrase there was not unique to Kennedy. It was actually a phrase that he stole from his high school headmaster at the Choate School up in the Northeast. And his headmaster uh, throughout the week would often repeat that phrase, ask not what you can do, uh, ask not what the school can do for you, but ask what you can do for your school. And so maybe there's a lot of fill in the blanks there, not just about your country, but your school, but your neighborhood, but your church, but whatever organization that you're part of. How can you be part of the fertilizing effort? How can you be part of the fruit that you want to see? It's an example of a Democrat, so as to avoid a Monday morning email, let me give you an example from a Republican. Ronald Reagan, uh, at the very end of his presidency, uh, at the final speech that he ever gave, he actually appealed to Matthew 5 that Kathy read. He appealed to the vision of America being a city on a hill. And he said that a city on a hill is a God-blessed nation that is teeming with people who are working together toward harmony and peace. So whenever you work toward harmony and peace for your nation, you are part of that city on a hill. You are part of the fertilizer. You are part of the fruit that God may want to still bear 
from this great nation? How are we part of the fertilizing effort? It was very interesting, as many of you know who uh, volunteer over at the Bargain Basket or have been around the church in, in recent weeks. We're doing a renovation at the Bargain Basket and we're cleaning a few offices at the church. And so uh, this week, uh, one of the things I had to do was to check on my phone to see if Collier County uh, collected trash on the 4th of July, on Thursday. So I typed this into my phone and I found out, in, in case you were wondering, that uh, trash collecting will not happen on Thursday of this week and will happen on the next regularly scheduled day. And in doing that, I was reminded of a story from a former church where we had all kinds of trouble with our trash collection at the church. I mean, they were not coming on the right day. They would come and collect one dumpster, but not the other. At one point, uh, the trash collector drove on the grass and we couldn't get them out there and we were paying a certain business rate and they weren't delivering on it. And eventually it got to the senior minister's desk after about a year of dysfunction. So I would call the city frequently to remind them of how our trash collection was supposed to go and the ins and outs of it and trying to get some answers as to why they weren't delivering on their service. And at one point, the lady who worked for the city just put me on hold and said, Reverend Williams, I'll be right back with you. I, I, I want to draw this to a conclusion. Uh, I'll be back with you. So I waited a few minutes of silence on my phone. And then she gets back with me and she said, Reverend Williams, let me just tell you what is going on. You see... Your church had a new garbage man who is a new driver. And the previous driver who emptied your trash cans had worked for this city for 29 years. And he was known for taking pride in his route. Above and beyond all of the logistics, there was someone who took pride in his route. That is what the parable of the fig tree encourages all who are part of a nation to do, to be part of the fertilizing effort, to take pride in your route, wherever your route may lead. The trash collector who takes pride in his route, the fireman who helps keep us safe, the police officer who is diligent, the teacher who goes above and beyond, the nurse who ensures that a person is cared for, the churchgoer who contributes an act of kindness, the grandparent who instills in a child a good, honest way of life, the small business owner who cares about his or her employees, the volunteer who wants to make a simple act of difference. Those are the people in our great nation who are part of the fertilizing effort, who are part of wanting to see a nation that bears better and brighter fruit, who are part of a nation whose future is better than the past. God bless all who are part of the fertilizing effort. God bless everyone in this nation who does their part to go above and beyond to see forward that this nation will be a city on a hill. God bless them all, and may God continue to bless the United States of America.